Ooh, imitation is the highest form of flattery. <laughs> Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only spooky Halloween <laughs> podcast that only talks about candy. <laughs> what is your name, vampire? My name is Rafi. <laughs> And I'm Griff. <laughs> Griff. Griff reminded me that he's presenting a crime today, so I intro us. And he's like, wait, it's a Halloween episode, so feel free to do something spooky. And let me tell you, you hit the nail on the head. Thank you for that. And I think the listeners uh, will convey their thanks. God, you're talented. Kira, what the heck is up? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm reporting to you today from my childhood bedroom in upstate New York. Uh, I'm here for a couple days, but I'm also working. So uh, life is good. Happy to be here. It, being here also means that everyone around me believes that my top priority is planning my wedding, which <laughs> at the moment it's not. <laughs> very, very factual. Um, how about you, Griff? What's happening? I'm good. I had a busy week with work and uh, filmed something quickly. Uh, just, you know, the normal maintenance of the hustle. I thought you might be in your childhood home. I haven't seen that background before. You've never invited me to meet your parents is what I'm saying. Boo. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure I have. Well, now that you're in New York. Actually, you, excuse me, you have met my parents. Uh-oh, the receipts. <laughs> Carpooling during college. Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. You met my dad. Oh, I, okay. I kind of, I can vaguely remember that, but I would, I want to like, Meet them, meet them. But now that you're in New York City, my parents are obviously a little uh, two hours north of your parents. They're so eager to have you. And then when Alex joins you as well, up to the farm, if you ever need some R&R on the farm that we've talked so much about, please visit my parents. They'd love to have you. I would love to. And we're still holding on to our secret dream that we'll record a Petty Crimes episode from the farm. Maybe at like a million streams or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When we hit a million streams, I will intro everyone to my very safe haven space that is Ennisbrook Farm. But that that's a, I would love to do that. That'd be so fun. Excuse He can't be in. I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> this, this, uh, he has to go. Okay. All right. Oh, doggy. <laughs> All right, he can't. He has a bell on his collar. Yeah, <laughs> All right, bye. What's that little four 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 ball's name? Sydney. Uh, I would love a bagel in about an hour. Thank you. <laughs> Please keep that in, editors. <laughs> I uh, I hope we keep. I hope we keep most of that. was of the that. most I'm visiting home and building out my city career moment. Are we in a Hallmark movie right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Kira, speaking of Halloween. I'm ready for today's crime. Yeah. Perfect. Speaking of Halloween, we did ask our amazing listeners and our Instagram followers for a Halloween specific crime. And one of our amazing listeners submitted one. And this one's, this one's really good. It's a... Uh, it involves costumes, it involves babies, it involves social media. It is it is full. Woohoo! I'm excited. Would you on a scale of um one to five teacups, how many teacups are we oh, talking? Oh, this is like a one and a half teacup. <laughs> it's the most like G-rated uh, episode we've had in that it involves a baby and pretty low stakes. 
with costumes. But it's but it's a good one, right? You said it's a really good totally. one. Totally. And it's honestly something you and I have talked about on our hikes uh, back when you lived here in LA and you were my friend. We've talked about it with your work <laughs> and in, just in general. So it'll bring up a few points that I'm curious to hear you uh, just talk about in, in context with this crime. Can't wait. All right. Let's dive in. This crime was submitted. We've obviously removed this person's real name. We're going to be calling the submitter June. June like the month. Hi, June. Hi. This occurred, it started in 2019, and it has kind of resurfaced this year, very, very recently, as it is Halloween time this year. So this also is hot off the presses. Cool. Another person involved, there's only June, and then the other person we need to be thinking about will be calling Instamami. Okay. Mm -hmm. A little bit of a micro-influencer. She caters to the mommy demographic. So, oh, my God. You know, my An brain. Instagram mommy blogger? That's it, baby. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I love these guys. <laughs> yes. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Hi, Kira and Griff. First off, I just want to say that my three-year-old is obsessed with Crocs. And between her and this podcast... I feel that I'm being strongly influenced and I may need to get some soon. But is this a slippery slope? I'll, I'll pause there. Kira, re-slippery <laughs> slope. And as a new Crocs owner, what do you think about that? I think they are pretty good on the anti-slip function. Ooh. You heard um, it here first. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of slipperiness. And I would say that now that I have one pair, I do want another pair. I want a pair in white. I thought about getting you white. I wanted to start with black, as I told you, but I, I very much in the store, I was like, I could see Kira in a white pair. Yeah, I'm going to get them. All right, perfect. That'll be a self-investment. All right, get yourself a pair of Crocs, June. Anyway, oh my gosh, you wrote anyway. <laughs> 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 anyway, spooky season is my favorite season, and this crime is very timely as it concerns Halloween costumes, dot, 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 specifically... Adorable costumes for babies. <gasps> okay, well, first of all, love a baby in a Halloween costume, so I'm already <laughs> in. <laughs> Perfect, me too. They're so cute. Um, and I did message you two pieces of evidence in the form of photos, so do check your phone. We don't need them right now, but eventually we'll have to reference them. Yes, I have them, and I love them. Perfect. Um, she continues. Background. I am an artist who, due to having two kids with a pandemic on top, is on an unintentional long-term maternity leave. I find creative outlets wherever I can, and I take great pride in making awesome homemade Halloween costumes for my kids, which we just talked about. Like, homemade is where it's at. Store-bought costumes, I don't know if people's kids prefer those because they're like, they cost money and they're a little bit more like glam, I guess. But once they get older, everyone do know that the homemade costumes are where it's at. And yeah, when, when you look back at them, yeah. But yeah. I, I do remember being a kid and I always had, because um, I always had a homemade costume that was thrown together from our like dress up closet. And oh. I was always really embarrassed. But now mm -hmm. looking back, I am obsessed with my costume pictures. But I always wanted a store-bought costume. I thought the cool kids had store-bought. That is exactly how I felt. And my mom, because I posted a few last week or maybe two weeks ago to the Instagram, she sent through a few photos of my childhood costumes across the years. And 
I completely agree. Like just knowing what love went into making them, which sounds so cheesy, made the nostalgia of it even better than if I had gone to, like I said, Walmart and, and got it. So yeah, just keep that in mind. If if your kids are complaining, they'll grow out of it. But also if you're too busy, buy, buy some $18 <laughs> costumes, caregivers. Who are we to say? We don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, we'll circle back when we have kids. <laughs> yeah, easy for us to say. Everything is easy for us to say. That's the recurring theme of this podcast. (laughs) It's truly the thesis statement. Yeah. All of our listeners are like, wait until they have like families and loved ones and marriages. And it's like, we're getting there, okay? Totally, totally. For me, we'll be eating our words. Uh, (laughs) She continues Now, I know what you might be thinking, but I'm not some jerk who posts perfectly styled Insta pictures of my kids dressed immaculately to make other moms jealous. Costume making is just my thing. I'm a regular hot mess mom. (laughs) Which I have a thought about too, because I feel like I hear what she means. Like, right, there's a different level to like even dressing yourself and what you do with social media. But I think it's interesting when you're dressing your child and posting it. Uh, I think when you, by nature of posting it, you are kind of, flaunting it, right? That's what social media is. So I compl- I understand what she means, right? She's not like going overboard with the styling and the 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 presentation of it, but June, you're still you're still posting it though. I I I feel what June's saying. She's like, I'm I'm passionate about art. This is a creative outlet. I swear I'm not doing this as a flex. It truly brings me joy. And I believe her. I'll give her the benefit. Perfect. I also give you the benefit, June, but just playing devil's advocate because this is this is petty crime court. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. She continues. Back in 2019, in parentheses, sigh, different times, when oh. my croc loving <laughs> when my croc loving kid was just five months old, I dressed her as dot dot dot. Let's call it an iconic New York City food. I've included a picture below so that you two can see it. Um, I don't care if you share it or if you want to keep it vague. Your choice. So, Kira, bring up the photo. Do you know what she what the baby is dressed as? Yes, we will be sharing this on the grid because we got express permission. Mm-hmm. Her baby's a few years older now. Doesn't even look like this. This baby is a piece of locks underneath <laughs> an everything bagel. And this is my favorite baby costume I have ever seen in my entire life. I love it so much. I don't care what the crime is. Jewel is perfect. It's so good. It's so cute. I can't wait for everyone. <laughs> it's, I can't wait for everyone to see it. The, it, I mean, it's just adorable. And she it says, is... I, paint, I painted the onesie by hand and made the prop out of paper mache and recycled materials. Wow. It's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Well done, June. The popular clothing company who makes the bright colored onesie you see in the picture has a DIY costume contest every fall where you can submit photos using their products and then there's a prize for whatever winner they choose. Which is pretty cool. Great promotion. Yeah. Now, although they did repost mine, I didn't win. But I got a lot of joy from all of the positive feedback from fans. Which is nice, right? Like, winning's not everything. And I'm sure the comments were like, like we we just professed. Like, I'm sure the comments were littered with just like, admiration and like wow this is this is really cool yeah and i feel like that it was it wasn't just for this contest this was the baby's costume that it wore in real life around friends and family and like trick-or-treaters coming to the door and i feel like that's where probably the most joy was because 
I've, I mean, if I saw this baby in real life, I would certainly start to cry. This is the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> this like immediate tears. I honestly, the, the the bagel looks, it looks kind of like a bagel, also like a donut. Regardless, it makes me want to eat the bagel. So yeah, I'd be crying and also just get very hungry at the same time. I'd be very confused. <laughs> All right. We're cutting to this year. So 2022. Last week, the same children's clothing company posted a picture of another baby in a very similar-looking costume on their feed. The photo was submitted by a woman whose account is like a mommy influencer lifestyle type of thing. Let's mm-hmm. call it Instamommy, which is not the real handle, LOL. <laughs> now, the costume looks like a copy of mine, but I wasn't that upset about it at the time. I thought it was more of an homage and, a, and posted it to my feed saying something like, ooh, imitation is the highest form of flattery. <laughs> a little Go petty. June. Um, we'll pause there. And I think before we get into what her, so she wasn't feeling so strongly about it, about the maybe the perceived copy of it, but her family and friends might have thought differently. Kira, looking at the second photo that I sent you of the this year's Insta Mommy post, would you say that it's <laughs> like nearly identical? <laughs> yes. And before I say anything, I should say, there are some areas in Griff's life that would cause him to be prideful about a certain topic, probably modeling or <laughs> okay. farm living or adoption yes, or something. Yeah. So if we had <laughs> yeah. petty crimes in those categories, he would have overly strong feelings and you might be like, oh, that Griff's like a little bit of a dick today. Mm-hmm. Know that this is a topic for which I have very strong feelings. And so if you're thinking, oh, Kira sounds like a jerk today, this is why. I have really strong feelings about intellectual property. Mm-hmm. Property. <laughs> intellectual property. <laughs> and the thievery of IP. And I fully believe that Instamami <laughs> copied June's costume. I think be beyond a fraction of a doubt. It's too specific. It's mm-hmm. too obvious. It is she screenshotted it the year before and she held on to it and she did it for her baby the following year. Yeah, 100%. And I knew as soon as I saw this crime come in, Kira, I immediately thought of what we've talked about with your work uh in social media, your brilliant character work, all of which is original. And maybe we'll, you know, we'll talk about it. The, the, the rest of the crime's pretty short, so we'll we'll tick through that. But I do <laughs> want to circle back to your opinions on that because I'm sure we just scratched the surface. Yeah, but for now, I can say I'm with the friends. I'm with the fl- family. They're being protective of her great idea, and they're like, "That lady stole your costume." And I, so far, I say they're right. Yeah, I'm. I, I lean towards that side as well. She says, "But my friends and family's responses were strong. Ha ha ha." They were very upset that Instamami had, in quotes, stolen my idea and passed it off as her own. My sister, who just became a lawyer and does like a good argument, <laughs> that's what she said, especially is up <laughs> in arms about this because, as she says, the woman has over 14,000 followers and at the very least could have credited me for inspiration. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, Instamami could win a year of free clothing from the costume contest, so technically she would be profiting off of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we're rounding home on this. She says, so curious what your thoughts are. Should I be more upset about this like my family and friends are? Is this woman guilty of a petty crime or does she have intent even to upgrade from a petty crime to a realist, 
A realish <laughs> theft crime. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love you too. Griff Moore, June. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do have some additional context that she wrote in, and she emailed us back after I asked for uh, just like her thoughts on us using the photos. And um, I will say to the, to the listeners, she's given us the okay to use her baby's photo because like Kira said, her child is like three years older now and does not look like that baby anymore. That's how humans work. We will be using the picture from Instamommy's account. We've removed, obviously, her actual account. We've blurred out the the second baby's face just to protect its anonymity, which is funny to me because I feel like babies all look the same. But, <laughs> um, we're, we're just, we're trying to be mindful, but it is worth, it is worth y'all seeing how identical these costumes are, period. So, oh, yeah. You, yeah, it, it totally changes everything. So go, they'll be in the grid on Petty Crimes Pod. So go peep them really quick. Go peep. All right, Kira, let's, um, that's the end of it. There's not a ton to talk about. I've got the verdict question, questions listed out, but I do want to pick your brain a little bit more about your experience maybe with this. Like so many of our listeners came to know us and you through your character work on TikTok, on Instagram, on socials. And you've talked to me a little bit about other influencers or social media personalities, uh, maybe taking a little too uh, wide of liberties and using your property. So, yeah. um, what are your what are your thoughts on? I mean, you started, but what are your thoughts on this case? <sighs> My thoughts on this case are that it's really frustrating when people take things that aren't theirs without credit. Yeah when they ter- they take an interaction on the internet that could have been really positive. Like, if you like my video, then share it to your Instagram stories. Don't mm-hmm. copy it word for word and post it without crediting. Because like, or even if you do want to copy my idea, I don't really like the like inspiration by tag and in the caption. I think it's a little strange. Like, just oh. people do that. But at least it's saying like, you know, here's where the idea came from. But it bums me out when people don't give credit and they take an interaction that could have been really positive and they make it negative. Like in the case of this crime, I'm like, oh my gosh, she loved the costume. Go ahead and make it. And then when you share it, Instamami, tag this this lady who obviously came up with the costume. And mm-hmm. then you can have a really positive interaction. Yeah. Instead, they have like low-key a feud because she was trying to pass something off as her own idea and submitting it to a costume contest. That's not cool. It's one yeah. thing to just like make the costume and have your baby wear it IRL, but to submit it to an original ideas costume contest, I'm like, ugh. Totally. Hated. I mean, I I I don't have personal experience with that yet. I can't like I'm gonna be <laughs> as you all can imagine, I'm sure when that happens, if it ever happens to me, I'll I'll be as fiery as curious, if if not more. <laughs> but um you're totally right. Like Instamami has 14,000 followers. Even if she did or if she had even credited June with this idea, the concept of it, she'd still be getting the like return of her efforts anyway. Like people, yes. she has the bigger platform. She'd still get the likes. She'd still get the comments. Most people, I mean, I'm sure there's like an attrition rate of people who click on the credited at, you know, yeah, June. It's pretty button. small, so it's, but yeah. Yeah, but you're doing as a influencer, your due diligence and kind of respecting creative ideas and not plagiarizing. So it seems like kind of a silly overstep, petty even, and one that is, it, it would have resulted in the same effect anyway, in my opinion, right? 
Totally. Yeah. I mean, I've had some weird ones too. Like I won't go into it, but like, for example, people have downloaded audio from my videos where I'm like overhearing my, my fiance's band and they have downloaded that audio and uploaded it as their own and shown themselves in their living room being like, LOL, my boyfriend's band added again. And I'm like, what, what? And so then it like, that's tall boys music that is on Spotify. Mm -hmm. And this person is getting hundreds of thousands of hits on a video that has all for what? Like, what, what was the point of that? Or like people will download like a monologue of mine that is like in my show, like in my Mm -hmm. live show. And people will be in the comments going like, hey, this is like Kira O'Sullivan's like, hey, this is hers. Hey, this is hers. And the creator will just reply and go, LOL, it's a trend. Oh, I know. Which, Kira, that's interesting because it does bring me to maybe just to play devil's advocate, a question that we've talked about in general. Like, I've always, I'm not super uh, involved with TikTok. I am trying to change that. It's really hard. But <laughs> the for me as like a non-TikTok super user, the concept of like trends and kind of not reposting, what do they call it? Like building off of someone else's yeah. Zach does it. Our friend Zach does it. Someone will like put oh, duets. A, duets. Yeah, exactly. And f- for me, at like a distant glance, it's encouraging people to take something original and kind of build off of that, which is, you know, that's, we could argue that that is kind of what art is, what is original. But what happens when you're purposefully like putting it out to the world um, and there's no set law of like who has to like own the credit or give credit? So, I don't know. I guess I'm a little torn because for me, the nature of the platform seems to be kind of like encouraging, especially younger people to <laughs> a not think as originally as maybe they should be and b probably give them no repercussions for exactly what this crime is. So some of our listeners are obviously creatives and artists. It's funny going from the world that I was in at BCG, a consulting firm where things were a little bit more quantitative and like not personal, you know, facts and figures you build a slide and that's great that you built it, but it's not your art. It's not from your soul, Mm. which is why I came over to Hollywood. You know, it's like, for instance, I have this film coming out and as soon as it left post-production and I'm sure you're experiencing this with everything that you're doing and have coming out. But as soon as it came out of post and the director and I started showing it to people, what was ours for three years? Cause I was, I've been attached to it since pre COVID was no longer just ours to the, to the extent that we actually had to change the title of the entire film because people weren't understanding what the original title meant to the project. Mm. Um, and it meant something <laughs> he and I joke, cause I'm still very attached to that original title, but he had to change it because it wasn't landing on people's ears as easily as the, the new title. And so it was, a, it was a, one of my first moments leading a film being like, dang, this has been three years of it being our baby and now it's no longer just ours. When people start consuming it, it takes on interpretations that are not just yours. Totally. Um, and you can do your best to keep up with that and like defend maybe your your creative thought or your right to that creativity. But it, it kind of like juggernauts and snowballs into something that it's not. And we just had an episode about Don't Worry Darling. I'm, that's a great example probably of yeah. <laughs> something like spiraling out of control. But I hear you like keep things close to your chest if it really means something to you, because once it belongs to the public or like the social media world. Yeah. And yeah. it's 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 ultimately a compliment. It means that people are resonating with your thing, mm-hmm. like to bring it back to this crime, like, OK, June could have never submitted to that contest and no one on the Internet would have ever seen it. And 
this woman this year wouldn't have made that awesome salmon and bagel costume. But it is, like she said, absolutely a form of flattery. It means somebody really liked what she made. Totally. And there's a small, like her her friends and family, her original followers, like, and I guess our listeners now. So (laughs) we're doing our Batman justice here. Um, (laughs) They'll know, right? They'll know the original idea was June's. And, you know, as tough as it is to maybe have 14,000 people think otherwise versus your smaller circle, um, it does seem like June is uh, just finding the kind of silver lining in that being, I, I interpret it as, you know, the people I love understand, my kid will understand this will be a good story for when they can start understanding English. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you gotta, you've, it is flattering. Um, you just have to kind of manage that that flattery because it is still kind of like meh which is why we're talking about it i have some friends that are chefs or they're like internet home chefs and they're i don't know anything about like the you know like tiktok cooking community other than that i love cooking videos and they told me this really interesting thing happens with a chef that gets big on tiktok where they get approached to develop a cookbook And there's a thing that happens between chefs that actually develop their own recipes and those that just curate other people's recipes because they can't put together a cookbook because you cannot make a cookbook of other people's recipes. (laughs) Wow. So it sort of like calls their bluff a little bit like we're talking about. That's exactly it. And it it, it like maybe in the moment doesn't feel like that. But June, give I mean, give it time. Not that it's going to be a huge like thing in your life. Please don't make this a huge thing in your life. But, <laughs> you know, time time and your example, that's exactly it. Like your bluff will be called and all will be revealed. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move into the quick verdicts. Yes. Um, I think <laughs> based on what we've talked about, it's pretty obvious, but um, we'll tick through them. All right, first one. Kira, do you think Instamami is guilty for, we'll say copying June's costume idea? Yeah, she should have credited her, but it's not a huge deal. I agree. And then my second one was, is Instamami guilty for not crediting June's costume idea, which is... Hard yes. Obvious. Hard yes. The credit, like, yeah, we've already talked about it. Easy to do, and it's not going to really impact who goes to... Who of your 14,000 followers sees it? They're still going to see it, and you're still going to grow from it. Yep. Is the children's... This is, I guess, maybe like uh, similar to like a TikTok entity kind of keeping track of it. So it might not have a a distinct answer, but is the children's company guilty for not remembering that someone had already submitted the exact same idea three years ago? Mm, Because on their end, they chose to, they chose to elevate someone who already has a following and maybe they saw it. No, because they, they acknowledged June three years ago. So they choose, they chose to elevate someone who already had a following instead of a smaller micro creator, you will. I don't think anyone can ever be guilty of not remembering something. If they don't remember, they <laughs> yeah. don't remember. Yeah, thank you. I have the worst memory in the world, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is June, we're switching it to June, right? We got to do our due diligence. Is June guilty for not caring too much about this? Because her family and friends care a lot, and I think they're a little annoyed that she doesn't. But do you think she's guilty for water off a duck's backing it? I, I think June is the opposite of guilty. I give June credit. Innocent? <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> no, she's not just innocent. I'm like giving her accolades for letting this go. That's a great quality that I wish I had more of. She's like, eh, 
whatever, on to the next idea. Good for you, June. I love it. Yeah, we love that. I will say, except you did write it into petty crime. So <laughs> it's, oh. the water the water is slowly running off of the duck's back. But you're not out of the woods with Izzy yet, are you, June? You're right. Um, and then, <laughs> no, but I, I agree. It's like, this hopefully will be the last, like, uh, like, hurrah for this saga. And honestly, what a great way to go out. Like, she's getting her <laughs> final say with our massive audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the last bite of the bagel. Yeah. Oh, Kira. Oh, my God. And then finally, are June's family and friends guilty for being so upset by this on her behalf? No, I'm into it. Yep. Yeah, because Kira, if I met someone who I knew was plagiarizing your work, like at a party or an event, I would probably like spill a drink on them purposefully. My friends are the best. My friends like, oh, yeah. The other day, a guy had like uh, somebody had like downloaded the audio from a video and uploaded it as his own and was lip syncing to it as if he was really talking. And my friends were in the comments going like, this is Kira. Da, 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 da. I was like, all right, everybody, we're all right. We're all right. It's no big deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's where friends, family and fans like and we'll circle it back to everyone listening. Like we do feel the support from you and we're obviously putting this out into the ether. And I think we're proud of certain aspects that are unique to us and that we've come up with. But the more that we grow, the more that other people will start seeing what we do and have similar ideas. And so it'll be nice knowing that some people have been here from the start and uh, those are the ones that matter. And it's sometimes hard to remember that, but that's, that's very true. So true. There's also like, Parallel thinking is a really common thing. Like, and and we didn't really explore that on this crime just because I do think it's really clear that the costume was copied just because the exact same onesie painted in the exact same way. The bagel was done the exact same way. It's so specific, but like parallel thinking does happen all the time. And sometimes like your ego tells you somebody took your idea, but they really didn't. They just had the same idea. Yeah, exactly. Um, Because there are 7 billion people in this world, probably more now. Yeah. That figures from like 2017. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there are people are going to think similarly, especially if they're walking similar lives. So Mm. you can only fight it so much. This was a, I loved this one. This was perfect. Thank you so much, June, for writing it in. Yeah. Thanks, June. I, everybody has to look at these pictures. They're so cute. Thanks, Griff, for presenting it. And also, sorry, I'm um, climbing down off of my high horse so we can do criminal and minimal. (laughs) Perfect. I'll give you about five minutes to do that. I know that's how long it takes. And then we'll pick up with the normal. <laughs> um, Griff, before we do criminal or minimal, we had said today that we wanted to talk about a podcast that we like, which is It's Always the Husband. It's a true crime podcast where they talk about true crime TV shows and then they talk Mm -hmm. about crimes committed by husbands and it's very funny (laughs) and it's very cool and you've listened to how many episodes Griff? Uh, I've listened to a few Uh, it's hosted by Sarah and Megan like they're co-workers and longtime friends kind of similar to us and yeah they focus on crimes that uh, are inspired from TV shows and those you know those reenactments that are hilarious and Mm. and goofy and they uh they they break it down for their listeners and they also have a segment called Glitter in the Shitter, which is similar to our Criminal or Minimal, but they talk about what's been the highlight of their week as the glitter in the shitter, if that makes sense for everyone. It's yes, great. it does. <laughs> um, yeah, so check it out. It's always the husband. We feel like you guys will love it. All right. 
similar to this episode, I just asked our Instagram followers to submit a few criminal or minimals that are Halloween themed. And (laughs) let me tell you, they came a pouring in. So we've uh, cultivated a list of a few great ones. And uh, shall we tick through them, Kira? Let's do it. All right. I'll start it off. This was <laughs> this was submitted by Rami. And sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Rami says, criminal or minimal? Not dressing up for a Halloween costume party. Criminal. Yeah, put some effort in. Okay, wearing a t-shirt that says, this is my Halloween costume to a costume party. Submitted oh. by Sean, criminal or minimal? Oh, man. Oh, I'm going to say minimal because that is literally the most minimal effort I've ever heard. But it's also <laughs> like at least at least it's some effort. So I can't rule criminal. <laughs> so stupid. All right. The next one was submitted by Becky, neighbor Becky, who a few of you have come to listen to us through. She's one of our best friends on Instagram. Hi, Becky. Also, your blonde hair looks amazing. She says criminal or minimal. Handing out a toothbrush, dental floss, or toothpaste instead of candy. Hmm. Uh, it is criminal unless you're like the town dentist, in which case this move has a certain like charm to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My dad's best friend growing up or is a dentist and uh, that would make sense for him, but not from anyone else. From Tammy. Having a happy Halloween doormat outside your door all year long, criminal or minimal. <laughs> Oh, I know people that keep up like Christmas decor all year long. I'm going to say minimal. I think I have a few friends that are a little gothy and like really take pride in that. And Halloween is like their, is literally their Christmas. So I'll say minimal. It's kind of quirky and fun and we Mm -hmm. love quirky and fun. All right, Rachel, taking two pieces of candy from a bowl on a porch that has a sign that says, please only take one. Criminal or minimal? Minimal. You should be chaperoning the bowl. 100%. That's that's you expecting kids to only take one piece of candy and a giant bowl filled with candy, which reminds me of Stormy, like uh, Kylie Jenner's daughter, that viral video of her waiting patiently for candy. Yes. Do you know that video? Oh, great. (laughs) Okay. Refusing to give a trick-or-treater candy because they're too old. Criminal or minimal? Oh, oh man. On one end, I'm like, I don't want to have to buy like pounds and pounds of candy to accommodate the adults that the kids are with as well, or just adults. On the other end, I'm like, it's Halloween. We're all like being fun and like childlike. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say criminal. Yeah, you should, I agree. Yeah, give it, give it to an adult. You agree? I would, I would especially say if you think that the kid looks too old, like you think they're a teenager or something, I would say be careful because we do sometimes adultify boys. <laughs> no, I'm serious. This yeah. is like, like an important thing in education, like the adultification of black boys where like teachers treat them like they're 17 because they look old. Like if a trick-or-treater looks old, be careful because what if they're 10 and they're just really tall? And then you're like, sorry, you're too old. And they're like, but I'm... Fucking seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah, if so they go, I guess if they go, what? I'm fucking seven. <laughs> then maybe they don't get candy. <laughs> yeah. Don't curse. No, yeah. Just, I think buy enough candy to have, like, to give to everyone. And honestly, those, like, little mini candy bars, 
Like you get like $5, you get a hundred. So like spend 20 bucks and get a ton. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, all right. This one actually was submitted by a, a lot of uh, our Instagram followers. And so I wanted to submit it on their behalf. Criminal or minimal? Adults taking their infant trick-or-treating and asking for candy, even though the infant won't be eating it because it's a tiny little baby with no teeth. Oh, I have no idea how I feel about this one. Griff? <laughs> um, I don't think, <laughs> I think we have to rule minimal based on what we just argued, giving it to adults. Uh, obviously, the infant's not going to eat it, so the adults are eating it. So I guess minimal? Do you, do you think taking your infant trick-or-treat, that's fine, right? As long as it's not past her bedtime. I mean, I, I, I feel like Even I only it see it with like, if there's, they have another kid. If it's just one adult walking around with one baby, I would say, I don't know, maybe just don't, don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was picturing like two, like, uh, you know, a couple with their newborn baby and I get the excitement of trick-or-treating, but maybe also like think, you know, let's wait a few years. It's okay. Like the FOMO, the FOMO is real, but like wait a few, few years. I guess too, then sometimes it's a thing where like the older kid is like, wait, baby, Baby Susie wants to wants candy too. Like it's just easier. Uh, just all the babies trick or treat. <laughs> totally, yeah. Minimal. Minimal. Okay. Uh, last one. Costumes that are sexy versions of children's characters. Sexy Mario and Luigi. Sexy Bear in the Big Blue House. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, actually. Criminal or minimal? Oh man. I mean. I will say criminal if you're going to like a family party with like <laughs> like your children are attending. But I mean, I can't I can't rule criminal on this. I go out in West Hollywood and you would be surprised how loose of interpretations people get with uh, with, like I said, Pikachu's or Mario and Luigi or. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I'll say minimal just I because I I'd be hypocritical if I said criminal. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll leave it at um, that. <laughs> yeah, I to- I totally agree. I think I think people I think people enjoy the excuse to dress sexy, and I'm like, go for it. If you want to be a a sexy little door, the explorer, you go right ahead. <laughs> I, was, I literally was going to do that last year. I was going to be sexy boots, and my friend who looks <laughs> like Dora was going to be sexy Dora. <laughs> Lol. All right, and last one. This was submitted by Ty, and this is a good one. I've had an awful experience with this. Criminal or minimal? Being in character the entire night. Criminal. <laughs> no explanation required. Criminal. Criminal. I had a house party once and I could not. Sorry, no, I have to explain this. There, was, there were two people at my party who dressed as the Californians from SNL. Mm. And they, I did not know them. They were friends of a friend. They came into my apartment and I tried to like introduce myself and get to know them just as people as they were entering. And throughout the night, they would not break character. And so I just, I feel like you're a stranger coming into my apartment, hold the bit for like at least a minute to get to know me and then like carry on. But they did not break a single time. And I felt it so annoying as someone hosting them as strangers in my place. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's a costume party. It's not a murder mystery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we I am in LA and people love an excuse to act. So uh, yeah, but right. I still say criminal. These were fun. Thank you everyone for submitting. Happy Halloween, everybody. 
Stay safe, have fun, and we'll see you after the holiday. Yay!